I think this might be a fireside chat. There's nothing wrong with a little fireside chat. We can have a little. Is this our first digital twin fan club fireside chat pod? Uh, yeah. Like relax, twenty that. minutes, just a bit kind of loose. Yeah. The. I mean, we need. We don't have a fire because we're not burning any wood or coal today. We're being very efficient with our use of materials. So it is a fireside chat in only the metaphorical sense. So today we are having a fireside chat. Welcome to the Digital Twin Fan Club podcast. Henry is in his smoking jacket and his slippers. I am. I have my velvet jacket ready. My slippers are on. Jonathan there is just opening a bottle of Montrachet. And uh, yeah, it's in a plastic bottle because we're trying to be more efficient with resources. I don't know why plastic would do that. Anyway... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we are going to talk today, Jonathan Monkley, Henry Fermi Taylor, we are going to talk about end-to-end digital twins. And, and we will explain that term shortly. So, Jonathan, where did this conversation even come from? Why, why so let's having... let's switch hats for oh, a second. Okay. Uh, so, so, digi- so it's WSP hat off, WS Digital Twin Fact Zero Construct hat on. Okay. So we've been you working have multiple hats on multiple there. hats, um, caps rather than hat. One's a cowboy hat. This is coming from a piece of work we're both working on from Zero Construct that is producing a playbook on how to deliver low carbon projects. Now, probably more people know about Zero Construct by now than they do about the Digital Twin fan club, which I think is a good thing. So, But it, just in case they don't, what's Zero Construct? So, so Zero Construct is a community focused, it's, it's quite big now, it's 800 members, 40 countries, uh, all from all over the construction industry, from professors in the US to graduates in the UK and the Middle East, uh, yeah. or, or the Australia, Asia. It's come around so quick, hasn't it's, it's it? Massive. It's growing big. I, I was kind of on the outside now. Suddenly, I've, I've gone in with both feet. and um, so, so basically, uh, uh, as a collective, it's building a Wikipedia of how to deliver low-carbon comp- construction projects. That, mm. That's its kind of big mission. Yeah, Really easy. It's going to take a few weeks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. This, is, this is how this man wins work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But it makes it happen. We get it over the line, you know. It, it gets done. And a key piece of that 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 is that was on it was in the innovation. So it's, there's, there's chapters and there's modules, and and, mm. and a key piece of that has been the concept of digital twin. Now, for some reason, we named it end. You must have an end-to-end digital twin. Now, before we pod, podded, you asked me why end-to-end digital twin, and mm. I don't have an answer. I mean, it's probably yeah. because someone shouted it in a meeting and I wrote it down. Yeah. So I bit, mean, that's, you know, that's good as re- um, reason as any. The explanation you did give is okay. you're not giving yourself enough credit there. I think give me credit. Like, give me credit. I could give you all the credit. So it was um, that in order to effectively manage your carbon spend, as it were, budget. Uh, budget. Yes. There we go. Is that what we call it? Okay. We'll call it carbon budget. I'm going to call it that now. How you manage your carbon budget for the life of your building, your campus, your city, your country, your planet. Sorry, we've just had a, a you know, I can't help myself. We're going, to, we're going to scale all the time now. But how Robot you, swarms. Robot swarms. How you manage your robot swarm asset list. Your carbon budget for these things requires that you know what you're going to measure, you know how to measure it. I mean, that's Digital Twins, right? I've just solved it for you. I've solved, there you go, everyone. I, I would drop this mic. But I'm not going to do it. Too expensive. I'm not going to do that. In order to measure your carbon budget, you've got a set of carbon budget, and it's not 
like money in the sense of it's very discrete ones and zeros that are very well established. We actually need to define how we're going to measure those things. Like what actually is the carbon spend? And I guess also, if you have a carbon spend, you have a carbon save. Well, how does it work? So when when you start to pick apart the the concept of let's not say end to end digital twin because that's too long. Let's say dig- digital twin on the project. All right. For carbon, it, yeah, or, for carbon yeah. with one that's one of the functions. Just generally, ah, just, just, ge- just, just generally, don't get hung up on. I, I think it's very important not to get hung up on what you mean by digital twin because there's mm-hmm. so many different terms. Particularly given that this group has a global view, it's not looking at like the center of digital built Britain type stuff. It's just mm-hmm. that there's there's a lot of kind of well, it's the 3D model during the design phase. And, and what that's there might like, be an Excel spreadsheet involved, and we're not going to judge. You yeah, know, no one's being judged here. This is, it's, this is Excel anonymous. We yeah. all bring our Excel sheets, and we're all you know, we're all friends here. So the, the, the points are building the requirements in to enable a smart asset handover, but also the enabling of measuring of the carbon budget during the design phase, mm. making sure the design is really optimized. There's no waste. You could even go into. We were just on a webinar earlier, weren't we? Talking about the fact that augmented reality. Link the digital twin allows you to reduce waste on site. There's so many different angles to it, mm. to carbon reduction and digital twins. Therefore, it's going to be a fundamental pillar of the digital piece sat within the zero construct playbook. So I think that was measurement, it, like, handing it over. It's just so many, there's so many different things. Which, which one yeah. should we talk about? I mean, we, we've gone into a, a lot of detail previously, and you know that's kind of the purpose of the playbook in a sense is to give people actions that they can go and do right and and that's that's very important but i've also realized you know listening to some inverted commas tech leaders in this space that actually we 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 do need to talk fundamentals as well otherwise people are gonna be like oh yeah yeah we just did the digital twin and it solved carbon (laughs) (laughs) yes it it did what yeah Yeah, okay like base basic level measure the measure the use the digital twin not the not the not the, the, the 3d model to measure the weight of the steel and mm. optimize that yeah a uh, design for there's, there's there's just so many basic fundamentals that we could do with it um, we're trying to reduce that using a digital twin you know however you build it however you define it you are getting better data about say like you know the weight of the steel and the source of the steel and you can do your calcs based on that you know mm. to whatever degree you're going to I would, you know, I I think in my mind I have this kind of utopian vision of this perfect digital twin where, as soon as I procure the steel beams, I know where they've come from. I know the full carbon impact. But I just don't think that's very realistic. It's get it's getting there. It's get, I mean, yeah, it's getting there. There's people like Sterling are looking at that stuff, making sure EPDs are built in the design process mm. using terms I don't really understand, but I'll say them. Environmental product declaration. Yeah. EPD. Do you understand them? I, I read them like it was actually one. I'm going to take you back in time to uh, my first when we were both knowledge transfer partnership <laughs> associates. That is that feels like se- well that is before several, we had beards before we had hair. beards and grey hairs as several lifetimes ago. I did some work for a very large paving and building material landscaping back did in the landscape days. Them a Revit library. Yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> traditional bin work there is a the library otherwise you can't comply with the government oh man there was there was so there much was money. money there was so much money in return on investment in that stuff we did it for like a third of the price of the biggest people and made an insane profit it was <laughs> it was bonkers how much people people were getting rinsed and abused all love to those people who tried to make a business out of it and they're still going good luck to them looking at you matthew jackson Looking at you, BIM objects, good luck. BIM content, I've seen. There's loads of these people out there. Anyway, we were doing that stuff. 
it, it blew my mind, you know, the sort of information I thought we were asking for. I thought it was, that was quite easy, right? It was like, okay, so what, what's the length? 600 mil, great. What's the width? 400 mil. Okay, great, easy. What's the carbon impact? Well, that's going to take us 200,000 pounds in, in 12 months to answer. Right. Oh, but, you know, I didn't know the difference between, you know, I thought if it's on the list, it must be easy to measure, right? And yeah. it turns out that even if you do measure all that stuff, it, is it accurate? Probably I don't not. I don't really know how that stuff works. Like having seen it, it's kind of like a it's like a good lab test. Like I trust a car. Yeah, I guess that's my analogy is, you know, a car undergoes certain crash tests and they've got better over the years, you know, like there are more situations that, you know, that they, they put them through. But ultimately that is not necessarily a complete reflection of how it's gonna handle in it in the accident. How much carbon is in a coffee cup? Three. What's the question? How much carbon is in a coffee cup? That's this. This. Okay. this was, do you remember how deep we went with this? Yes. It, well, I mean, this time we're having this conversation. One, we're properly recording it. Two, I have a cup in front of me. There you go. I'm placing it down on the table for haptic reasons. And uh, you know, this time I've got a little ceramic cup. It's suddenly become an ASMR show. I have the cup in front of me. So. <laughs> I have the cup in front of me and it is a ceramic cup. So it was fired. It was clay. Hmm. It was made in the People's Republic of China. So oh, so it's probably been on a boat for a long time. It's definitely, definitely been on a boat for a long time. Now the coffee beans. So I, I can tell you how to answer the question. The coffee beans came from... Well, it's come out of a machine, hasn't it? So the machine is very, very... It's I, I think originally it came out of a plant, mate. Like, come on. From from the, the words of Stacey Smedley from Zero, it's an onion you have to peel and you'll go mad if you peel that onion too far because you yeah. can get into... Okay, so it's come from a machine and that machine's got embodied... It's really complex. Yeah. So when you take that into a building... It's going to get even it's more the same, complex. It's so the same deal, isn't it? That, which is what EPDs are addressing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It's trying to give you a like a, a good measure, and I, I think that's really that's. The UK is bad at that though. Because we say we're fighting that. I think is that is the wrong phrase. <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. We're fighting that sort of. I've bought this carbon measure off a shelf because that's not right either. You know, no. it'd be like no, no. up to a certain degree. You know, we want it that to be accurate and if people trust it and people believe in in that measurement then i'm happy with it you know i'm gonna i'm gonna trust are, are you gonna say you can't manage what you can't measure that's obviously the key point of the the digital twin aspect of the playbook yes but they that so to peel the next layer of the extremely nice onion mm, yeah uh, something that came out that, of that, it, that's why i'm crying yeah, by the way okay. that's the real reason i'm crying it's in my smoking the jacket the asmr's just got too nice yeah. and it's relaxed you uh, to peel the more complex the, uh, the next example is the fact that you hand over a properly commissioned asset mm. because you, you've built in the, the smart requirements and the digital twin assets, digital twin requirements in the early concept phases of the project. So they've flown through the project and now you can then, in theory, hand over a really nicely commissioned asset because it's very common in construction to assets not to not be properly commissioned once they're handed over, which results in a very unoptimized thing to hang around in. It's yeah. the plant's not working properly. My first ever digital twin project, I've probably mentioned this to podcast before, was putting IoT sensors in a school on oh, a yeah. PFI framework where there was a guy measuring temperature manually mm. the thermometer. It was part of the... We put a sensor in each, each room, it connected to the BMS. It turned out for the four years of the, the, life, the lifetime of the school, every day 
the commissioning program being running on the HAVVAC system. So when everyone was asleep and not in school, it was going to maximum temperature to minimum temperature and normalising every day. Mm. And no one knew about it until these sensors appeared. And it was completely unrelated, but it was like, this is a bit, this is a bit odd. What's, what's going on here? That's bonkers. I, I, I love just the system's kind of just quietly having its own little way. Yeah. With, uh, well, who would know? No, who, who would who know? Would no one would know. Imagine no. how many assets are doing that, and no one, these assets are just living. Their we don't best even life. know. Yeah, just we don't living even know. their best life, yeah, just yeah. commissioning themselves. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. Literally, and today I'm going to be maximum temperature. Yeah, but there probably is. Yeah, there probably are. Oh, I, I bet, I bet, and I think, yeah, I think getting ready for that in-use experience is key because you know we've had this discussion. One of Dan Ruster's uh, great early quotes on digital twins was, "So is a BMS a digital twin?" And I'd say we're saying here how it isn't because that's just sitting there ticking away doing its own little thing like you know digital twin versus digital bin spoke and said a bms can be a digital twin he said it can be yeah oh yeah yeah Yeah, it can be the game show spoke before we got hacked that's true god that takes me back we're gonna have to do more physical events stay stay tuned everybody we're gonna do some virtual and some physical events that's a thing that's definitely gonna be happening so the question is about i guess that visibility and I think that's what we're trying to drive through here for these carbon assessments. We can't go too deep because we'll we'll lose our minds for starters. So we got we got to get to the right level. So we get into the right level. But one question I want to ask ourselves is: What are we measuring? Are we measuring materials? I mean, we we are measuring materials. That's kind of a given, right? We've that's what we've discussed. But are we measuring actions and activities? And are we going under that next level? How far are we going to go? I think Jonathan's going to take the pin out of the grenade and throw one into the room. Do it. That's for you to answer, Henry, because you're lead author on the module. Mm, thanks. So, sorry. 300 words. You need to fix all of the construction industry's carbon measurement problems. Well, okay. So, fine. Chew it. Chew it. Fireside chat. You've got yeah. a cigar. You've relaxed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the, uh, the crackling fire. That is just virtual, but is unfortunately using more energy than an actual fire. It's not. That also doesn't exist. Nobody knows that, is it though? No. Don't know. Well, you, well, I tell you what. Could be the, using a RTX the, the, 390 the, the and the carbon footprint the of the, yeah, the carbon footprint of the fire I'm drawing in your mind is definitely lower than that of an actual fire. I, I guarantee <laughs> that. Anyway, so in answer to the question, the current methodologies that I have seen that are in common practice that we need to change are to use longhand excel spreadsheets that range in automation from high to low and sometimes the the highly automated ones they're kind of are full of assumptions you know you basically have to do very little and i say highly automated to basically mean you can just feed in a couple of basic numbers and you get this magic carbon number pops out the other end like that and then you get these quite manual ones that are still an Excel spreadsheet, but you suddenly ask every single person, how far did you come to work today? Oh, thank you. Do you, uh, what, what's the size engine of your car? Okay, right, okay. How long did you idle, uh, did you idle your car today? <laughs> and yeah, it's, it's, you suddenly you go into this level of detail. Well, you said plastic and fruit out. It is bonkers, right? This is bonkers. You know, we can't go that far. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna freak out. I've got more freakouts. It freak outs in me, as you well know. Love a good freakout. So I think the the answer is is <laughs> Henry. You're yes. gonna have the answer. You've got till Christmas to to yeah. shape the answer. Right. And okay. no, sorry, end of October for a draft. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I'm gonna put the bounds on the answer then. I think the bounds on the answer is that ultimately the materials and the reduction of the amount of 
activity on site is, is what we, we need to streamline. So really having this sort of skills shortage view of the world where it's like, ah, oh, we need more bodies on site doing tasks. I think that's wrong-headed. I think we need better skills, better informed, better enabled processes. And that is going to create more efficient building processes, which is going to reduce carbon. Because if we have smaller workforces, because we can't have the teams, but they're better equipped, better informed, then they're going to produce a better outcome, is my view. So I am going to answer the question. I'm, I'm going to try. So ultimately, that means that those things, as they stand, are really hard to measure and we can't measure them, fundamentally. Like those, those things don't exist. If they do exist, great. If you can measure those things, great. But ultimately, we, we need to be pragmatic and we need to focus on what's in front of us. And what is in front of us, I was on a call with Zero Construct talking to our Asia-Pacific group. Very interesting conversation. They're saying in certain parts of the world, they will be building a new London every year. They are going to pour a lot of concrete. And that, you know, <laughs> cement and concrete... As a big carbon creator. So if we could give them better insights and their designs are more efficient and they are using better technologies and approaches, whether it's digital twins and or MMC, you know, I think it's all it's all synergistic in a way. You need to point these things together, put these things together so that it does work efficiently. You can really understand, like I say, you know, working within the bounds of specific standards you know it's going to be safe, safe. Mm. But what if it could be efficient and safe? What if it could use half the amount of cement and be safe? You know, asking ourselves these questions is 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 what where we need to get to. Because if we can't stop people building these things, which I don't think we can, no. then we can't we, demand they stop. I mean, we can, but they won't listen. They won't listen. <laughs> so we need to Please arm stop them. Building cities. Okay, Henry said. Yeah. Um, I mean, that would. Yeah. I think even if I was, you know, king of the world, and I said that, it still wouldn't happen. You know, I, I don't think the authority. No. It doesn't flip, flip flip concrete. If we can flip concrete to net zero, then we've fixed everything. Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of for me that's a big one. So I think there's a um, part of that. I think we have to look at the analytics. We need to understand carbon and cement and concrete better we're getting there you know there's the uk funded that work around fast cure cement you know there's nanotubes graphene there's graphene, a graphene one from manchester yeah University, yeah yeah there's these the- new innovations and really what we can do in the digital twin space to support that is measure that impact measure that improvement measure that enhancement or not you know if it doesn't and we need to not we need to be transparent and clear and honest and and say you know is this working is it not working What's the improvement? And that's how we drive that, mm. is by having the, all that information available. And that's where digital twins will come in. Measurement, site, site waste reduction, 30% of work on site is waste. Get rid yeah. of that through optimised design. And it's a bit practical. It's very practical, this one, isn't it? Yeah, we're being rob- practical. We've recorded one earlier that was about swarms of robots, basically, taking over the planet. And now we're talking about site rework. I feel like I got a bit passionate, though. Like I, it, was, yeah. it was supposed to be fireside chat, and I feel like I've stood up with my whiskey glass and my... Ice is clinking in there. One leg on a footstool. Yeah, one leg on a footstool. And I'm shouting. I I was very close to shouting there, I think, for a second. But it's good you're using good equipment now so we can tone you down. Yeah. I think I think that's a good answer though. We've got we it's an important element. It's yeah. It'll it will you'll define it in a three hundred word chapter and everyone can have a read of it and then 
Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I think that's the joy of uh, the joy of the playbook structure is that it's something that's going to grow over time. And, uh, you know, we're getting this initial piece in, but we've got, we've got big plans for lots of content. It needs to start with some good content, but we're going to grow it and it's going to keep improving. And I'm really glad to be involved. So, you know, I mean, thanks, thanks for yeah. including me, man. Thanks very much, everyone. Hi, everybody. Thank you very yeah. much for listening to that cheeky little fireside chat with Jonathan Monkley and myself, Henry Taylor. Good night, even. Fireside chat. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs>